everybody, my name is Destiny and you are listening to Destiny Connect. Welcome to the seventh episode of Destiny Connect. Wow, even saying it just seems so crazy to me. Guys, three more episodes and then season one is done because season 10 is going to be the season finale of um, the podcast. Season one. It's so crazy because Destiny Connect first started off as a radio show. Now it's a podcast. I'm about to finish season one. And I was procrastinating so much and I was so scared to start the podcast. I even just wanted to quit Destiny Connect in general. But the support that I've received from everybody, it really just uplifted me and motivated me to even go harder and to continue with the podcast. And I just wanted to say again, thank you to everybody who supported us connect from the beginning or even if you just started listening to it all the little things such as like following us connect on instagram twitter or even emailing me or even just listening to the podcast honestly means a lot and i appreciate it so much and i can't even put into words how much i appreciate the support that i'm receiving because with the things like six episodes out and the things that the podcast has achieved I'm so grateful. You know when you put hard work in and then you see what the results are of the hard work. It just shows actually working hard to something, towards something, you can achieve so much. So I just want to say thank you. So after that whole tangent, I'm going to talk about what I'm talking about on this podcast episode. So what I'm going to be talking about is Black History Month and why Black History should be celebrated throughout the year and not just specifically in October or February, depending when you celebrate Black History. Um, And also why educating people about Black History is so important and why Black History doesn't just begin and end at slavery. So join me while I work on connecting the dots on why we should celebrate Black History throughout the year and also educate people on black history and what it is and how it's more than just slavery so before i start actually talking about this topic and going on to what i'm talking about in this episode well this is actually kind of included but i just wanted to say that this is the first episode of the black history month series and i just felt like when i was recording the last episode if you haven't what listen to the last episode i was about to say watched but what are you watching listening if you haven't listened to the last episode go and listen to it because then it will make this episode will make sense so go listen to the last episode then go listen to this episode and basically when i was recording the last episode that was like one of my favorite episodes to record because i was talking about something that i was really passionate about which was entrepreneurship, but just in general, the lack of support for black-owned businesses. And if you know me, you know I am specifically passionate about that topic. And when I was doing that episode, and I was so happy to edit it, although it took a long time to edit, I was so happy to edit it, I was just, I really enjoyed that episode. And even, I was a bit hesitant to put that episode out, just because of I know of what I was talking about and what I said, and I wasn't sure how people, how people would react to it. But when I saw the support from that episode and how, you know, the results and how you guys actually enjoyed that episode, I was like, wow, they actually want to listen to what I'm passionate about. 
And although I do talk about what I'm passionate about on the podcast in general, but I mean, we all have those certain things that we really are passionate about. And for me, whenever I post anything or when or whatever to do with us connect, I always have these three criterias, you would say, or like a quality check. And the three of them are to empower, to educate, and just positivity. Is this positive? So far, all the content I post take at least, if not all three, at least one. And the reason why I'm doing this Black History Month series is really for the criteria of to educate. For me, whenever I post anything with disconnect, the most important thing is, is this educating anybody? And I feel like this is important because seeing what is going on on social media with the trends, you guys will see what is going to go on in this, what I'm going to talk about in this series and the guests that I have on and what I'm going to say. And you're going to see why I felt compelled to do this series. But I also just really enjoyed it. And I want to talk about topics that I'm really passionate about. And so before anybody wants to come and say anything and be like, well, I thought it was just, you know, you talk about positivity. No, my podcast is here to educate, to empower and to be positive a platform of positivity for everybody, right? So that is why I'm doing this Black Month History series in general. Even when you see season two, the episodes I have planned, the topics that I'm going to talk about, you're going to see this is going to be a common pattern with the podcast. I'm always going to do sectors like this where I talk about things that I'm passionate about and things that are important and things to educate people. I just wanted to get that off my chest before people are like, oh, she's switching her content. I'm not switching up the content. This is Connect is lifestyle content, things to improve and to help people, okay? Sometimes people need to educate themselves. That's something people need to improve on, not just on how they think about themselves or how they feel about themselves, although that is very important. So I'm just really excited to start this series and just to talk about the stuff that I'm going to talk about. And I just wanted to explain why I'm doing this Black History Month series. But a big factor to why I'm doing this Black History Month series is I felt like during Black History Month, the same role models that I saw people putting out there, which were Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, um, who else? Harriet Tuberman. Who else have I mentioned? I forgot the list. I had a, there's a certain, okay, let me go through the list again. Harriet Tuberman, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela. Yes, Rosa Parks, that's who I was going to say. Yeah, those continuous people. And although those people achieved so many amazing things, and I'm so grateful for the things that they achieved. But with black history, black history is just, it's, it's more than the civil rights movement. It's more than just the slave trade or slavery. It didn't just begin then. It didn't just end there. There's so many people who are making history right now, who are part of the black history, so many amazing role models right now that are achieving so many great things. And I'm like, why aren't we hearing about these people? Why? Why when does it come to black history, people talk about the same consecutive things? I've been in school currently for 12 years. I've been to six schools. And out of those six schools, every time it came to do something with black, something to do with black history, although I am so grateful that, you know, I learned about these people because these people achieved so many great things. But why is it the same things continuously? Why aren't we hearing about 
what the newer models are doing, what the what more black people are doing that are going to contribute into black history. So that is the main reason why I'm starting the series. And from that on, I also wanted to explain and lead on to that, that each episode that's coming out in October, I'm going to be mentioning one role model that to me is a huge role model and is currently, I think when you think about black history, they're adding a huge amount. So the first role model I'm going to mention is the Essex Barrister. Her um, Instagram at is the Essex Barrister. Her Twitter at is the Essex Barrister, but her name is actually Alexandra Wilson. And she's a barrister. She studies family law and criminal law. And she's also an author. Um, her book, In Black and White, I just want to, I'm putting you guys on. It's a really good book. I, it's on my wish list. I really want to read it. I'm going to get it, you know, soon. But I want to say also, it's 99p on Kindle. So if you're on Kindle and you like to read books, I would recommend going to go and get In Black and White by Alexandra Wilson. And it's 99p. Listen, that's a proper bargain. That's a bargain. So go read that book. She speaks up for the wrongs that she sees. Recently, she was on the BBC about speaking about some of the experiences that she's been through and she's went through that really are unacceptable and she's really an amazing role model and I would say if you're a person who's looking into law she's someone you should definitely you know research about see the work that she does you know follow her on twitter or follow her on instagram she's just an amazing role model and she's achieved so much just at the age of 25 yes 25 guys she's 25 one of her favorite quotes that she said that I love, that I read, and I'm like, yes, this is amazing. She says, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. So think about that. The next time you make an action, the next time you want to do something, think about it. Just think about that. So yeah, that's the role model for today's episode. But the next episodes, and also I will be posting on the social media pages, role models that I think that are part of Black History and they're amazing and people should look up to so you guys know the drill already you know this is actually one of my favorite parts of doing the podcast episodes of like recording which is question of the week you know because i love seeing the responses that i get so this is why it's important for you to follow Destiny connect on twitter or even on instagram because majority on Instagram, actually, because that's where I actually post the question of the week. So your answer may be featured on the next episode. So the question I asked was, what comes to mind first when you think of black history? And I'm not going to really say that many results or that many answers. I'm just going to say one answer because I feel like this answer was an umbrella of what I saw when I saw the answers like this really just covers everything it was my most favorite response honestly and the person said I think most of the actions I see is just pandering to keep black people quite quiet sometimes like I would like if efforts were made to celebrate the success of black people living right now which isn't hard to find but I think they repeat the same thing, which yes is history that we need to know, but rolling out the same PowerPoint slide every year isn't constructive. This is especially in schools. I definitely agree with this statement. I think black history needs to change regarding with the whole curriculum and what is taught to children. Black children deserve to be educated about their history properly because an often conception is, oh, 
you know, there's only been such amazing black history achieved or role models who have achieved so many things only in America. But really, there's so many role models in the UK or even all around the world who have achieved amazing things who are black. So black people contribute amazing things, not just to do only with the civil rights movement or slavery. So before I continue what I'm going to say, I just feel like I've been saying Black History Month, Black History Month, but I didn't define what it was. And I'm not trying to be patronising whatsoever or patronising, whatever way people pronounce it. But I'm just saying, I only found out what Black History Month was when I was around 12 to 13. So if you're a person who's like listening to this and you're like in primary school and you're younger than 12, or you might be 12 or 13, and you don't know what Black History Month is... It's pretty self-explanatory. Black History Month is a month dedicated to celebrating black history. And it's normally celebrated in either October or February. And it's deemed to be a thing where that started started in the USA. But it's continued and people around the world are celebrating it annually in October or in February. So yeah. I'm going to read out the quote. I said, quote, I mean, the tweet that I tweeted on Twitter. This is why it's important to follow Destiny's Connect because you might get a sneak peek of what the next episode is going to be about. Or you might even be able to have more of an input and interact with me. But anyway, the tweet I posted on October 1st, which is the first day of Black History Month and also Nigerian Independence Day. I just want to say, even though it's not Nigerian Independence Day right now, whenever you're listening to this or when, even when I'm recording this, I want to say shout out to all my Nigerians and a happy independence, Nigerian Independence Day. Honestly, it just felt like such a subtle flex to me because I was like, wow, two of my favorite celebrations, Black History Month and Nigerian Independence Day on the same day. And also the new Nigerian football kit came out. When I say that football kit is amazing, I haven't been able to get my eyes on it. But you guys know the Nigerian football kits go crazy. They're just amazing. So go look at it. It, it, it. Honestly, I was so happy. I smiled when I saw the football kit. The football kit came out on October 1st. But anyway, what I'm going to say is, you know, Nigerians, the vibes are immaculate. We find a way to celebrate things and we have achieved so many things. Imagine 60 years of independence. This was our 60th day, um, Independence Day. So I want to say shout out to you. If you're a Nigerian, shout out to you, you know, because we really... We really are winning. We're really killing the game right now. These Nigerians. We really are killing the game. So shout out to you guys. But anyway, now on to what I said on the 1st of October, which was, you know, the beginning of Black History Month. I said, today marks the beginning of Black History Month. As you celebrate this month, make sure to remember that Black History didn't just start at slavery. Use this month as a prompt for you to educate yourself and discover the amazing role models that are part of Black History. Okay, you guys might be tired of me saying why it's important, why it's important. I'm going to really explain to you why it really is important. So, I love and I enjoy watching TED Talks or even just like listening to their podcast. I guarantee you, uh, TED Talks are actually really interesting. If you type up on um, YouTube, TED Talk, and you put the topic that you're interested in, I guarantee you there's at least one video about this topic. And so I enjoy, when it comes to Black History Month, I enjoy, you know, just learning about the black community and learning about the problems. And basically, this TED Talk is called TED Talk, and it's the speaker is David Icard. And he was talking about the whitewashing of black history. And when I was listening to it, 
I even got educated myself and I was shocked. I was like, this is really, I was 16 years old when I found out that the misunderstanding of the type of activist Rosa Parks was. How many of you, well, obviously you guys can't say it, but maybe if you're listening to it right now, you can think like, yes, me. How many of you were thought that Rosa Parks was had a long day at work and she was really tired and that's the reason she didn't get up? It wasn't because she wasn't trying to be an activist or anything. Well, let me tell you, that whole, the whole perception or the idea of what we were taught in school when it comes to the civil rights movement about the boycotts, that was wrong. Actually, the reason why Rosa Parks didn't get up, yes, she was tired, but she wasn't tired because of work. Her feet weren't really sore. She was tired of the injustice. She'd only worked a six-hour shift, actually. And the reason why she didn't get up and the reason why she had that sort of attitude and the reason why she was an activist was because of her grandfather. Now, she grew up around her grandfather. And her grandfather was known as the I-take-no-nonsense man. How many of you guys know those sort of people who take no nonsense? If you're going to come to them and speak to them, you better come correct. You better come with no stupid excuse because they don't take any nonsense and that's the sort of grandfather she had her grandfather walked around with a gun i think like i'm gonna say he put it in his gun belt but that's pretty that's probably not the right um technical wording for it but he walked around with a gun and he was a man who took no nonsense everybody knew not to mess with him everybody knew not to mess with his family so when rosa parks didn't get up it wasn't because she was tired of work it was because she grew up around her grandfather, who taught her to take no nonsense, nonsense, and who who knew he's wrong from right. So it wasn't because she took she had a long shift at work. It wasn't because she was accidentally not trying to be an activist. It was actually because she knew the wrong from right, and she was tired of the injustice. And when I was listening to this TED talk, what really upset me was um, David Icard. He was saying his son Elijah a nine-year-old, when he was in lesson and when he was in school, his teacher taught him, you know, the, the common perception of what was wrong. And then he educated his son. His son read the um, biography that is about Rosa Parks and that's how he found out about this information. And it just sucks the fact that this is going on because when I think about it, I was like, wow, I was taught about this too. And the fact that his son Elijah actually went back into school and they had to just do this like speech activity and he wrote and he spoke about this and his teacher apologized to him and said, I'm sorry. So his teacher made a whole nother lesson explaining the true information about the type of activist Rosa Parks was. But why did it take a whole nine year old to educate a teacher who went through, I'm pretty sure, a whole degree or courses or who is highly educated? Why did it take him? to educate her why and when i think about it, about it that's a common thing especially in schools you know why is it the one powerpoint that is circulated around the school for the whole month just one powerpoint and if you check who the powerpoint is done by it's a student why is it black history month stated on the school calendar for an important event around school why? Why doesn't the curriculum 
cater and make it mandatory that children fully learn about what black history is and the input black black people have had in history. Why is that the case? And this is why a lot of children struggle with their identity and their representation. For me, I remember it took me a while where I did kind of struggle with my identity. I struggled with loving my, my hair, with loving the different unique things that come with me being black. Why is it that case? Now, um, for me, I read the book Slay in Your Lane. I honestly love this book. I would say I really recommend this book. Go and read the book Slay in Your Lane. And basically, there was one of the statistics there that really shocked me that they wrote about. And it said, the BBC Newsround study said one in five black children believe their skin colour could lead, could damage their job prospects. That is a horrible statistics. And the sad truth is that is the reality. That is really the reality. Children grow up believing this. Because when you walk around school, when you learn about the role models, you learn about the typical people. You learn about black people who did amazing things in music, who who did amazing things in sports. You don't learn about the black people who did amazing things in science, in literature. You don't learn about scientists like Katherine Johnson. You don't learn about these people. And it's horrible. Even Mallory Blackman, award-winning author, you know, she had OBE, the Children's um, Laureate, from 2013 to 2015. Even growing up, she didn't even think that black people could be writers or authors. It was only when she was around 21 to 22. This, they also mentioned this in the book Slay in Your Lane. That's why I'm saying you should definitely read this book if you're interested in things like this. And also, I would just want to do a quick shout out, you know, for Mallory Blackman. On um, BBC, you know, the BBC iPlayer, she has a, there's a TV show called Knots and Crosses. And actually, it's originated and it's based off her book, um, her books, um, Knots and Crosses. So, you know, if you want to, if you're interested in Mallory Blackman, you should definitely go. But this is such a huge problem. And it sucks that it isn't mandatory for schools to really educate the children about black history. It's not even on the curriculum. And this is why campaigners such as the Black Curriculum, they're an enterprise campaign group. And actually, one of them, Alicia Williams, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her first name wrong, Alicia I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but she was on ITV News and they were explaining why it's important that children need to be educated about their black history, especially black children. And she was explaining how there's so many different events in history that go on in the UK. You know, British people who achieve so many things in history that I, some of them, I never heard about. The Bristol boycott, I never heard about that until... I watched the ITV news, that clip of her speaking about it. I was yesterday's old when I found that out. So for people who are saying, what is there to teach people about with black history and role models? There is. But the problem is, is the fact that you think that there isn't any. That you have to go out and really, really search to find this. And that's why so many children are struggling with their identity. 
And the representation that we see is really important. I remember I've been in school for 12 years now. I've been to six schools. And out of the six schools, I've only seen two black teachers. And they weren't even my teachers. One of them was an English teacher. And one of them was like a support worker, like a support teacher. And that was it. And I remember how me and my friends, we were so excited, so ecstatic, so enthusiastic when we found out in year 11 that, wow, our school has one black English teacher. We were so happy. And we're like, she even has braids. Why should it be like that? It should be a norm. A norm that we see a black teacher just as a normal teacher. Oh, wow, she has braids. Oh, wow, she's educated. And for people who are saying, oh, well, school shouldn't make it a, a quota to, you know, have make sure they have black teachers. Or maybe there's not even that many educated black teachers. Who said that? Are you telling me there's only two black people who are qualified enough? to be black teachers. Are you telling me that? Please don't act stupid. Please educate yourself if you're a person who thinks that. I'm not saying the schools need to make it like a quota to make sure to hire black people, but there needs to be more diversity and there needs to be a look into this problem because it really is a problem. So that is it for today's episode. Yeah, but before I finish off, I just want to mention some things. With the whitewashing of black history, I would definitely say go and watch that TED Talk. It's by um, David Eckard. And also one thing that he mentioned too that I realized, some people have the perception that Rosa Parks was the first person to boycott and the first person to get arrested for um, not getting up. But there was many people before Rosa Parks. So, you know, yes. And also with the black curriculum, I think they have a really amazing campaign and I would say you know you can go follow them on Twitter or Instagram I only follow them on, follow them on Twitter but their at on Twitter is at curriculum black and also go and watch the ITV news and go and watch the clip where Alicia Williams was talking about you know what the campaign is about and what they're they're striving for and also they created a whole speck of things that could be added onto the curriculum i'm pretty sure you can check that out and see and learn about different events that you know inc- that are included in the black history and also on the ITV, itv news they mentioned some role models and also some events that you can learn about if you're if you're willing to learn about it and things that black people contributed in the uk in black history so yeah and also Remember, that bargain on Kindle, In Black and White by Alexandra Wilson, 99p on Kindle, proper bargain, go get, 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 um, get that, whoa, I can't speak, and also, Slay in Your Lane, I am currently in the middle of reading that book, but I really think it's a lovely book, and I think you should definitely go and read it, and also, Mallory Blackman, she has so many amazing books, Knots and Crosses, watch it on all, um, I, said, I was about to say all four, no, BBC Player, eye player and yeah read her books you know you can start by knots and crosses and don't forget to subscribe or follow to the podcast depending on what platform you listen to the podcast on and leave a review tell me what you'd like me to improve tell me what you enjoy from this episode read the podcast because that would be nice you know and also follow us connect on twitter instagram and you can also email us connect all the information is in the description so you can have more of an input on what goes on in the podcast and the topics that i talk about and also we can interact and also on the question of the week your answer could be featured in on the next episode so yeah 
that is it for today's episode thank you for listening guys and keep pushing and i want to say happy black history month Thank you.